Hi everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your transformation coach and health strategist. And in today's episode, I want to talk to you about some strategies to develop some more personal accountability in not just achieving your health and wellness goals, but you can relate the strategies that I'm going to discuss to any area of your life where you want to have a high level of success. Unfortunately, what I find the, I don't know whether it's the older I get or the way technology changes and the way that we interact in relationships and so forth, not just intimate relationships, but uh, all relationships, social media plays a big role, right? And I think if you, there's a lot of people that lie. So there's a lot of people that want to express on social media the way that their life actually looks like, which can be fundamentally different to the way that their life actually looks. So people will hold themselves out as being very successful, but the reality is they're not that successful at all. And uh, the other way that people do it is they use a lot of filtering on their photos and so forth to make them look a certain way, but the reality is they don't look like that in real life, but they're just making everything look better. Why? Because people want to hold themselves out as looking a certain way, having a certain lifestyle, having more success, etc., in their lives so that other people will uh, view them, like them, buy from them, etc., etc. Uh, so I think we're, we're, we're living in a very, very interesting time. And it won't be long before the AI technology creating that clone version of you that will look so realistic that no one will be able to tell whether it was that really Rob Evans or is that the cloned version of Rob Evans because it will be that realistic. So it's a very interesting time that, that we're living in. But I think there's also great opportunity here because you can hold yourself out with the true authentic version of yourself and at some point, even though a lot of the, the inauthenticity may go through phases of trends, people at the end of the day, are looking for that authentic connection with people that they can like, know, trust and relate to. So what's that got to do with accountability? Well, I think if you're holding yourself out as being something that you're not, then you are not being honest with yourself. You're not holding yourself to that personal uh, accountability to live your life by a set of values, beliefs, standards, morals that are truly going to help you grow to that next level. Because at some point, if you are doing it so often that every day you're putting filters on your face or every day you are photographing yourself uh, with a, a plane, a helicopter, a fancy car, etc., fancy clothes or whatever that you can't really afford or you're making out that you know, you're owning this helicopter or you're going for a ride in it or you're going for a ride in this private jet or you're you know, driving this car and so forth. But the reality is they're not yours at all. You're just standing near it, uh, but you're holding out yourself to be something else. Then I would say at some point that's going to all come crumbling down around you. And you're probably not living your life in a way that is true to the growth of you. And it's going to hold you back at some point on some level. It's not going to work for you. So... That can be very, very challenging, very confronting, uh, but 
unless you start to say, well, do you know what? Yes. And people would respect this, right? If you acknowledge to yourself that, yeah, look, I'm, I'm not living my best life here. I'm not, uh, not holding myself in the best, best possible way here. I need to make some changes. Then I think that is personal growth in itself. But you have to make yourself accountable to this, right? You have to just step up and say, yeah, I refuse to live like that anymore. Uh, life is a beautiful gift that we've all been given. And we, like I choose to, everything that I post on social media, for instance, is professional. And most of it is educational. There's some entertainment stuff in there, but very little, I suppose. Most of it is around professional content. It's what I truly believe. Anyone that knows me would say, yeah, well, I can see why you're putting out that content because that is you. You're professional, you're passionate, you have a tremendous work ethic, you have a tremendous focus. This is why you're so consistent. When you do two podcasts a day, you're constantly delivering content because it is a big part of uh, your work ethic. It's a big part of the messages you want to send to people, that you're one of the hardest working people in the room. You're always professional. You have a high standard. That means that, well, anyone that's looking for that very professional level service that I provide, they know that this is the person to come to. He works hard. All his content that he's uh, putting out there is uh, great or whatever your view is on that, but it's all content and you're doing it so consistently every single day. I can see that you're mixing with some of the most famous people on the planet. You're just so focused in this part of your life and your whole life is all around this. You are somebody that I want to hold me accountable because you live your life on a certain set of standards. Now, when it comes to me personally, I do set a high standard for myself. But years ago, probably about seven or eight years ago, I made the decision that I wanted to raise the standards in all areas of my life because I didn't feel like I was living my best life. Now, it doesn't mean that I was, uh, I was doing anything tremendously bad or anything bad at all. It just means that I thought I was capable of more and I wanted to raise it up. I needed to live a better level. I needed to be more focused. I needed to be more driven. I needed to work harder and I wanted to just get way better outcomes than I was getting. So I looked at things in a couple of different ways. First of all, I thought, what, what's the, maybe the easiest way? I wouldn't get banged for my buck as quickly as possible. I thought, so where's an area of my life that I, I have a lot of control? I know exactly what to do what can I do first? And I thought, okay, that is going to be around my health, my fitness, my wellness. And that was at a time when I thought, do you know what? You've always wanted to achieve this best version of your body possible. So there was a stage, if I went back probably 30 years in my life when I started my training, I did want to compete on stage. I wanted to be a competitive bodybuilder on stage. But because of I was studying to become a chartered accountant at the time. I didn't have a car, getting to the gym, the training. Gyms were different back then. They didn't open it uh, really early in the, well, sorry, they opened it say like 6 a.m. Now I needed to be on my way to work at that time. I wouldn't have had time to go do a session, get back, get changed, get on the train, etc., uh, to go into the city. 
And uh, that, so the only time I had was to train at night, often because I was working late at clients, because I was working to be, you know, studying to become a chartered accountant as well. I was also practicing a lot. I, um, I used to play the bagpipes and I was training for the world championships in uh, 1990 when I first started. I'd been training for two years at that point. And it was probably around that time where I, that was something that I wanted to do as well. I was like, well, I can't do that now because now I'm studying to become a, a chartered accountant. Well, that came a year after, so that was 1991. And it was just, there was so much going on. And then from that point on, you know, life gets in the way and you, I found a way of just pushing it to one side, to be honest, and saying, well, I'll just stay in shape. I'll focus on getting stronger and reaching those goals. And, uh, you know, maybe one day. And then I got to the point where probably in um, 1993, 94, I suppose, I was now a chartered accountant. Work was very busy. Wasn't loving what I was doing. Kind of looking to, to make a shift, but didn't know where to make the shift. And I... I'd sort of determined that, yeah, do you know what? I don't want to uh, compete on stage anymore. And so I, I was kind of in a bit of a holding pattern for a long period of time where I was still focused on training. I was still getting good outcomes. I was still getting stronger, but I wasn't achieving that six-pack look that I wanted. And so I said in this most recent review I did a few years ago that I was going to do that now. I'm going to do it. And so I decided what I needed to do was make myself more accountable. And that started by, okay, I need to track every single workout, okay? So listen to these things that make you more successful. The reason that most people are not successful in their health and fitness goals, first of all, they don't set a, a bigger goal, a more achievable goal as well, but they don't set that goal for themselves. And then they don't re reverse engineer that, that goal. So you've got to have something that you are really hungry and driven to achieve, something that you aspire to be. So for me, it was that six pack look. I could tell you exactly what I wanted my body to look like. And I wanted to make sure that I was also pain free. I was doing it naturally. And I still had lots of energy because I wanted to be uh, delivering the best service that I could, <clears throat> part of me, through my business. And you see so many stories where these people that are, say, competing on stage and they have zero energy. They're like completely depleted. They, they're depleted. They come off stage. They're so dehydrated. They're so malnourished that it's like, what's the point? Why get to that point and be like that? So I didn't want to be like that. So um, that was the first part. I then... I wanted to get a strength and conditioning coach, right? I'd never had my own coach before. And I actually started out by looking for local trainers that I could work with so that they could uh, either come here to my facility or they could, you know, I'd go to a public gym and, and so forth. <coughs> Pardon me. Interesting process because I'm effectively, I'm also researching my competitors. And here's what's interesting. I could not find one person that I could work with. Not one, because they didn't have the experience, they didn't have the skills. And I thought, wow, this is why I'm different to 
everybody else around here. So then I started to go internationally and I actually sent a couple of inquiries to people. I thought, okay, well, let me try these people. They're more like in the professional bodybuilding space. And one didn't get back to me at all. One was so, um, it was such a bad response. I thought, okay, well, clearly this isn't the, the, these aren't the type of people that uh, I can work with. Uh, so then I thought about, I was, I was having a conversation with uh, one of my, uh, my old coaches uh, that I uh, got some good training from. And I reached out to him and I said, look, can you, I actually asked him if he could recommend someone. And he said, well, we actually do this. And like him and his wife at the time. And I said, oh, okay, I didn't realise that you did that. And so I signed up with him. And uh, for the next two years, I did uh, coaching with him. And that helped me get into the best shape that I wanted. Now, was he telling me things that I didn't know? Well, yes, to some extent, because uh, his wife was a, a Miss Olympia, two times round natural. Uh, and so she had that on stage experience. And he uh, was a doctor, scientist, and was able to tell me what are the things that he sees works best. He's around my age, so he's able to tell me the things that work best for older guys and, and that kind of stuff. So it was a really useful experience because I'd never been in that situation where I'd effectively, what well, I wanted to have that on stage presence. And so that was, what, that was really important for me. I needed to have somebody but consistently be able to deliver what it was that I was looking for, right? Which is why people come to me. You want to lose some weight, you want to get that healthy lifestyle, improve your mindset. I've done it over and over and over again. I know exactly what it is to do, what it is I need to, to say to you, to understand the questions I need to ask to see where you are right now. How do we get you to where it is that you are? What's that gap and how do we close that gap? Because I do it every single day, day after day after day, multiple times a day. So uh, I needed somebody to help me do something that I'd never done before. Uh, so, and that, it, was, uh, it was a really good process. So that was a part of it, right? And so that I had weekly information that I needed to send, uh, send him. Uh, and then we could have, a, I think we had monthly uh, like coaching calls to go through where I was at, the results, etc. So then that come. So that was the the second thing. First thing was about setting the goal and why that was so important to me. The second one was getting the strength and conditioning coach in place. And then we've got recording data, very important as part of the accountability process. Now again, I'm just talking about health and wellness here, but you can relate it to business, all types of things. If you like, if you want to improve in business and you don't know any of your numbers, you're not tracking any of your numbers. How are you measuring whether you're getting better or not? Oh, it's just a feeling. You know, I feel like I'm getting better. The bank account's showing more in it. Okay, well, we need some more numbers to break down that success uh, further. So the first lot of numbers I did was tracking every single workout I did, the number of repetitions, the weight that I lifted. I went through a process early on to identify what are the exercises that I could load. So I went through the first two to three weeks where with my coach, I was just experimenting. I was getting into the gym. I was experimenting with different exercises, the angle of benches, uh, dumbbells, uh, machines, free weights, etc. You're always going to get better results with dumbbells and uh, barbells. And I was, I was practicing with those and I found 
what were the key things? There were some things I could get up to a point, but then it was hurting my shoulders. So I've had three shoulder surgeries, I've had a knee surgery, and so I wanted to make sure that I, I achieved what I wanted to achieve pain-free, safely, and making me better, not sending me backwards. Uh, so that was really important, recording that data every single rep, every week, week after week. And then we found out what were the workouts that I wanted to do. And I was doing three workouts a week. And this was to get to a six pack, right? Now, I didn't do any separate ab work to get that six pack look. And you think, why? How does that work? Because the types of exercise I was doing, you're also engaging your core. And I was getting back to lifting very, very heavy weights. And we're just breaking my program down into four, four week blocks, three rotations for a total of 12 weeks, you have a week off, then get back into it, start that next 12 week training block. And I was doing 34 of those a year. And then you have a rest and you, you change the training at the end of the year and then determine when you're gonna start the next one, etc. So that was a, another thing. So um, the training data, very important. The other one is your food data. I needed to send very specific information about what it was that I was eating to my coach each week. So breaking it down in terms of uh, every meal that I would have, uh, what was included in that meal, how much protein, how much plant food, how much high energy food, because I was eating very specifically around my workouts and sending that through. So you can see at a glance, somebody that knows, you can see, look, you're not getting enough protein in here. Like you're not getting enough high energy carbohydrates in here. You should be taking, say, your protein, your whey protein shake here and here. You're not doing that at the moment. Or you are here, but you're too late here. And the timing is very, very specific. The three hours around your workout, very, very specific and important to get those results that we're really looking for. The types of supplements that you're taking. So I was using creatine and we used a five-day cycle and that was something new uh, for me. It was five days on, um, two days off, I think it was. I should know that. I think it was five days on, two days off, and then you, you go, no, that's not right, because then it would always be the same. I think it was five days on, one day off. Maybe that was what it was. Anyway, there was a cycling of it. And so we did that as well. And I had to track all of that as well, send it through to the coach. Because if you are being told to do certain things and you are are not doing it, and then you're wondering why you're not getting the result. Well, it's pretty obvious because you're not doing the things at the right, in the right uh, timing, uh, or you're not doing them at all. So think about coming up with the perfect cake. If you are not cooking the cake for the right amount of time, let's say you're undercooking the cake, well, it's not gonna be right. If you overcook the right cake, well, it's not gonna be right. If you miss an ingredient, it's not gonna be right. So you've got to do all the things consistently to get it right and then do it over and over and you, you produce the same cake over and over. So um, that's really, really important as well. Photos, certainly in the health and wellness, very, very powerful. So every single week after I was training for the first, I sent through my initial photos, but then I think it was after about three, yeah, maybe it was once a month to start with. I was sending through so I'd have to tan up um, put the fake tan on and, you know, stand there in my undies, flexing, uh, taking these, uh, these photos. And then I had to learn how to pose and just basically stand there flexing as hard as anything, but looking relaxed. And so then his wife helped me 
uh, with that because she's obviously been on stage. She showed me how to, you know, you, you um, suck your tummy in as tight as you can and then you squeeze your glutes together and you blow the air out but still keep your abs tight and all that kind of stuff. Um, like there's a real art to it. And then I went to a posing coach as well and he showed me how to uh, pose properly and it made a huge difference to the photo. Because remember, we're, we're talking about a photo, a moment in time where you click the, the camera and that's what you want to look good. And that's what I was working towards. So this brings me to that next bit about accountability. I had set a date in mind that I was working towards. So I was competing as part of the uh, Isobody Challenge uh, at the time, which is part of Isogenics. And they're 16 week programs and my goal was to, I just went in back to back to back to back of them, but my goal was to be in my best shape and when the entries closed in, I think my first one was early November. And so what I did, I booked a photo shoot for that date, the last date possible. Now what ended up happening was the photographer uh, screwed me over and I'm there on the day waiting for them to turn up. They're late. I thought, okay, I'll give them 10, 15 minutes. Uh, and then they just never turned up. Uh, I ended up, I called him. I left messages. I ended up getting a text message back saying, sorry, I forgot all about it. Uh, can we do it, you know, whenever? And I'm like, no, this is, like, it has to be today. It has to be today. I cannot take the photos next week. It has to be today. Anyway, um, the important point there to note is you need to set a deadline, right? Again, that creates that accountability. So there's a number of different accountability steps that I've already mentioned here, right? And now, why are you going to do it? Well, one, because I'm being held to account by a coach, but also it's so important to me that I'm going to do this work that's necessary to track how I'm going so that I can see in the future how can I do this again? And also, what did I do last week so that I can see what I need to do in this next week? Do I need to make a change? And you do, over time you need to make some changes. So super, super important. So there's some, some really uh, good ones. Now the other, other part of all of this is when am I gonna do my workouts? Well, I schedule them. I put them in my calendar. I schedule all my client appointments and everything around those commitments. Why do I put them in there? Because it's important to me to make sure that I do this work. If I don't put it in my calendar, it's not gonna get done. I'm not gonna do the workouts. And then other days I had to do some cardio, so I needed to schedule those too. It was just not acceptable to make up an excuse not to do the session. One, I didn't want to say to myself, well, you said you wanted to do this, but now you're not even doing it. So like, what's wrong with you? Like, you want to achieve greatness, you don't want to do the work, what is wrong with you? And so there was that aspect that was driving me, so I never missed a session. And there, the other part was, well, I didn't want to have to go back to my coach and show him my details at the end of a week and say, yeah, sorry, I didn't do a workout here and then just make up a story as to why. I couldn't do the work. Now, I think that my first one, I think my shoulder started to play up at some points. So I, I had to uh, you know, tell my coach, I said, look, this is where I'm at right here. This is what's going on. And my daughter was going through a lot as well. Um, I said, what do you recommend that I should do 
today. And then we, we modified it, but I still did something. Or he'd say, look, you need to take the time off. And one of the things, again, the benefit of having the coach was I was going through a lot where I wasn't making, uh, perhaps making the gains or I'd go and get the, another good test. I had a DEXA scan so I could tell exactly what my body composition was, my body fat levels were. And then I would measure that every 12 weeks, again, to send that through to the coach with the images and stuff so he could see where the body fat was sitting on my body, which for me was a, really around my, uh, my waistline and uh, around my shoulders, uh, to be honest, which is sort of seemed weird, but that's where it was sitting. Uh, and what it showed up was, my coach uh, taught me this, he said, because of the amount of stress that you are under, yes, I'm putting my body through a lot of stress in terms of the physical workouts and so forth, but he said, it's the stress of everything that you're going through with your daughter, which you, you get internalized. He said, that causes inflammation, that prevents your body from recovering properly and then being able to grow the muscle through the protein as a, even though it's being stimulated by the workouts and so forth. So I learned that uh, a lot. So in my second transformation, my first one, I put on, I think it was a, a close to two kilos of muscle, which is a lot for somebody that's like in their 50s. Uh, my second transformation, like a year later, so my daughter is more into the depths of her illness at this point, I lost 900 grams of muscle and I worked harder, I was more focused, I pushed myself further in the second training, my food was better and I lost 900 grams. And it, I tell you, it ripped my heart out. I'm like, man, I can't believe that I've worked so hard and this is what's happened. And that's when he said, it's because of the stress. And I was like, wow, okay, I've seen this show up on a DEXA scan, stress. So uh, that was uh, another aspect for me. It's about blocking out your calendar, schedule that time. All of these things are simple little accountability things that add up to something massive. But you can see it's taken me like 25 minutes now to tell you what all the different accountability things are that I put in place to make sure that I was successful. So if you've got that goal that you want to achieve, that area of your life that you want to get better at, just and you think to yourself, well, I'm really not progressing. Well, think about all the different things that I've mentioned there. When I go, and again, I'm focusing on health and wellness here, but if I go into the, the public gym here where I used to train, I'm not training there at the moment, I'm just training in my own studio, but uh, I would say that easily, if there was 100 people in the gym, they'd be lucky outside of me to be one person that is writing down what it is that they're doing. So what does that tell you? Most people aren't focused. And you hear people come in together and say, oh, so what do you want to work today? It's like, seriously? You should know what you're working before you step into the gym. You should be knowing what target are you wanting to hit today. But most people just go through the motions. They have absolutely no idea. So guess what? Their result, results are either nothing or mediocre. Now, does that not mean, or does that mean that they're not getting any benefits in the workout? No, because there could be mental health benefits and all that kind of stuff. But we're talking about achieving top 1% for your age, achieving the absolute best version of yourself. And if you're not doing those accountability things, then you're leaving stuff on the table, you will not be the best version of yourself. And at some point you may reflect and say, well, if only I'd done this. Oh, well, doesn't matter. I can't do that now. So, but the reality is you can. You can start now. You can start achieving a better version of yourself right now. 
So all of those things that I've mentioned relate to any area of your life where you want to get better. Let's just say that it's your business. Get a business coach. Get the right business coach for you. Not a mentor that's just going to give you some advice. You need to pay for the coaching so that you value it and you need to find the right coach for you, which is why it's taken me many years to find the coach that's right for me. Now I know he is the right one for me and it's completely changed my life. Maybe it's, uh, say, relationship. Say maybe your intimate relationship is in a really bad position uh, right now. Again, get coaching. We say, well, how do you do that? Well, maybe it's marriage, counselling, something like that. I always encourage everybody, if you are in that situation, get Dr Phil's Relationship Rescue book. It's brilliant and it's a workbook. Now, what you have to do is it's very easy in a relationship to say, it's the other person, it's the other person. But that's not really being open and honest. If you're that naive that it's all the other person, then you are probably the problem, right? Now, if you want to improve your relationship, what you have to do first is improve you. And then uh, The Relationship Rescue, it's a great book for walking you through. It takes, it takes a while to go through it. Like you won't do it in one night. You might do one exercise a night, but you've got to read a chapter and then you've got to go through a process. And some of them require you speaking to other people and it can take some time, but it's worth it. Like think about it. You're talking about your intimate relationship. You want it to last the rest of your, your life. So you, it's worth putting the work in. And if you can make yourself better and you understand yourself more, then you're going to bring a better version of you to the relationship first. Um, so that's really powerful. Uh, so again, that's about getting coaching. Want to get better in sport? Get a coach. Get the right coach. Get multiple coaches. Look at every high-performing person in sports or business on the planet. They all have coaches or they've all had coaching at some point in their life. Every high-performance athlete right now has a coach or multiple coaches. Look at tennis. Multiple coaches, multiple. We all need it. All right, so I've gone on for long enough today. If you want to connect with me and you want me to be your accountability partner, give you all the solutions that you need to achieve the absolute healthiest, strongest version of yourself, then go to mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com. Opt in for a free consultation right there. It doesn't matter where you're based in the world. I am here for you. Stay safe, everybody. Stay healthy. I'll see you tomorrow.